0: On this episode of Bourbon and Blood, we did Motel Hell, Wait. and hell, here we go.
1: We at the hotel, Motel
0: Holiday Inn. <coughs> Hello, listeners. I'm Danny. And we're here to talk about Motel Hell from 1980. Yikes.
1: Can I just tell you some movies that came out in 1980? Yes. Not a real great year for movies. Uh, Blue Lagoon, Cannibal Holocaust, Elephant Man.
0: You don't think Elephant a Man Nine amazing? to five.
1: Stir Crazy. Oh, that's fun. Xanadu. <laughs> All Mm-hmm. Right um horror movies that came out this year motel hell is the first one listed would which made me be like oh this was not a good year for horror movies but you know what else came out in 1980 what one of my faves the changeling oh um can i just read you some of these titles tell me if you've heard of them yeah city of the living dead
0: yes Fulci.
1: I mean, I feel like you know like, all <laughs> humanoids from the deep. Yeah,
0: I got a shirt. Wait,
1: is that the one with the shark zombie attack? No. Oh no. That's
0: oh you're thinking zombie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um antropoph- wait. Anthropophagus. Anthropophagus. I haven't I don't know that one. I think it's about a mummy. Nightmare City? Yep. Schizoid? No. The Godsend?
0: Mm, No, it sounds familiar, but no.
1: I'd be interested in watching both of those. Dr. Butcher, M.D.
0: No, but I'm interested in watching that. The Children? Yes.
1: Night of the Demon? Yes. Phobia?
0: I I know, but you made me want to watch with that.
1: Funeral Home?
0: Ooh, no. Effects? Yes. Yes.
1: Contamination. Yes. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hype.
0: (laughs) That's a real thing. (laughs) Yeah, can I... Yes. Okay. Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hype.
1: The kind but physically disfigured Dr. Jekyll, Oliver Reed, who was in that one movie we saw. He was a total dick. um, So distraught over his continual failures with the opposite sex that he decides to end his life by overdosing on an extra strength diet drink (laughs) strangely he doesn't die he trains transforms into slick stud mr hype unfortunately hype has an insatiable thirst for blood and he ends up killing his dates before any romance unfolds soon sets its sight his sights on the sweet coral who secretly loves heckle but not hype
0: all right, you guys just pay attention wow. for when we do that episode, because that that's going to come. Yeah,
1: that sounds good. I, <laughs> I actually, I'm would. I I'm interested in watching a lot of those movies I just listed. <laughs> so, yeah, 1980. Let's
0: get into smoke meats.
1: Motel hell. So can I just bring up my first order of business
0: with this movie? Yes. This has
1: nothing to do with a motel.
0: <laughs> it has no, it has, there's one scene that's important to it.
1: It's not even important. Like, that has nothing to do. Yeah. But, like, this has to do with a farm. Yep. It has to do with the smoked meat process.
0: Best meat in town. Uh, This is it.
1: Nothing to do with a motel. (laughs) Nothing to do with the motel. You think, like, in the preview, you see the motel, and you're like, oh, like, people are going to come to this motel and get, Turned into jerky. Yeah. No. 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 You know what what Farmer Vincent does? He, like, sets traps on the road, (laughs) makes them have accidents, and then carts their bodies away to his little hut on his farm.
0: We'll get to all that. (sighs) Let's get into the first accident now that we know who Farmer Vincent is. The bike accident. Do you really think... That bike accident looked as bad as it was.
1: Well, no, and they don't make it clear that he shot them.
0: He didn't shoot them.
1: But then you find out later at the end of the movie when Bruce goes to Terry and is like, I found these in your motorcycle wheels and they were shocked. They were like, I thought he just
0: like put something in the road for him to hit.
1: No, he like shot them. But that wasn't made clear at all in that
0: first accident. Like you
1: find out later, you see him setting these traps, and he talks about How the fun traps. It is. But in this first accident, it looks like they're just he lo- he loses control of his motorcycle with the sidecar.
0: You almost think Vincent's a good guy at first, almost Hel-
1: just helping out. He just yeah. happens to be out there in the middle of the night with his shotgun. Um, so Bo and Terry are the couple on the bike. Yep. They get in an accident. And Vincent um, kindly carts them back to his home, his motel. His or motel. Well, the motel is called Motel Hello, but the O
0: is always, like, burning out. Motel, motel Hello. Hell, guys. We get introduced to Ida, who can really sing. Oh, my
1: God. Ida. Okay, so Ida is Vincent's sister. Vincent yes. is the farmer. Ida is his sister. Ida was absolutely no holds bar my favorite <laughs> character in this movie and probably a lot of the movies we've watched. <laughs> like she the actress who played her was so funny. Like her her comedic timing and her facial expressions, she was so good. I was like, "Oh damn, if we recast this movie today, who would be Ida?"
0: Oh, I don't know. That's a I'm tough question. I'm thinking like
1: maybe a bit, maybe Melissa McCarthy. Like I could oh, see I her. See I could see her doing something like this. Um, you know who they originally asked to be Farmer Vincent? Who? Harry Dean Stanton,
0: Ooh. which
1: would have been
0: a game changer. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> absolutely amazing. Do you think Harry Dean could have had that overall overall power? Everyone in this movie. Had um, overalls. hi. Have you ever <laughs> seen anything with Harry Dean
1: Stanton? Yeah, he would be perfect as this. Oh, you didn't watch Big Love. We tried starting it and you like were not really into it. But in Big Love, Harry Dean Stanton plays the prophet of like the entire like Mormonist Mormon sect that yeah. has like branched off and there are all these crazy polygamists and stuff. But he plays like the prophet of. This whole group, oh, he is so good. He's what would I
0: know him in? Because I know them, I know him, but
1: he was the dad in Pretty in Pink.
0: Okay, yeah, you know him like from
1: so many things. I like I'm actually blanking right now, (laughs) even though I know I can think of twenty movies that I've seen him in. Um, but yeah, he would have been fucking amazing in this. We meet Ida. there's a guest at the hotel checking out, or the motel. Oh, the
0: twins checking
1: out, and he was the dad was like, "Oh my god, Vincent, your smoked meats are the best. Like, yeah. I love them so much." Vincent holds up this like twenty pound box of <laughs> meat, oh, and yeah. he's like, "You know what? You can take home the souvenir box, and it only costs you two ninety five, two dollars and ninety five cents for a giant." Jo- yeah, at, that, at that price, I don't even care if it's human meat. Like, that is a deal. That is <laughs> even, a in, deal. even
0: in the 80s, I feel like that's cheap for yeah. a box of smoked meats.
1: Yeah, but so while he is talking.
0: We have the nightmare twins. Yeah. They, oh, my God. Didn't
1: those girls remind you of the twins from Great Outdoors? Yes. Like, when they go creeping to go in the mine and stuff. But they're, like, little red-headed twins wearing the same little pinafore, like, they have these little balloons that they're hang, they're carrying, and they walk into like a building. Well, like, they walk
0: into the slaughterhouse. They
1: walk into the slaughterhouse, and
0: they're brave because, as a kid, even I know, like. It's not super terrifying, but you're walking through, they go all the way to the back, and there's like dead um, pig carcasses everywhere. As an adult, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like,
1: I can't imagine being a little seven-year-old kid. But they're just like, fuck it, we're redheaded twins, so we don't care. We're gonna we're gonna go to the depths of hell. And they did. They did. Um <laughs> so they're walking through, you kind of like see like human body parts scattered throughout the shots, but there's not, it it doesn't like linger on them. So you're like, wait, did I just see a hand? But you did, you did just see a hand. And, um, so they're walking through and all of a sudden this person pops up in a pig head. Ida. Ida pops up. You don't know. I mean like it's Ida, but it's just a person in a pig head and they obviously run out of their screaming. Um did that pig head remind you of when we went to Greenfield Village? Yep. I wish there was more pig head in this movie. <laughs> I know we got a big dose of it at the end, but like I wish I wish that there was way more pig head in this movie.
0: <laughs> we get introduced to Bruce, the fucking cop. He's a shithead right off the bat. Okay. So He's supposed to be the hero, but
1: Bruce is Vincent and Ida's brother.
0: This whole movie is just a family feud. Vincent huge. is
1: also like 50 years older than yeah. his siblings. But all all I could see when Bruce was on screen, he looks like Tim Balls, who is, you know him, Righteous Gemstones. He is the fiance of the the daughter.
0: Oh, yeah. You know who I'm thinking yes. of?
1: It looked exactly like him. Like, in my head, I was recasting this movie the entire time. I was like, okay, that would be Jennifer Lawrence. That I don't know who the old guy would be, though. And I kind of think it would be fun to recast him as, like, Tom Hanks. Oh, Do you know what I mean, though? Like, Tom Hanks is never the bad guy. Yeah. When has he been the bad guy? Maybe in that Road to Perdition movie, but I don't actually know because I didn't see it. But, like... Wouldn't it be fun to have Tom Hanks be like (laughs) murderous jerky maker?
0: Yes, it would. I would love that. This town has no laws, by the way, because this is when we find out that Vincent has buried Bo just because he's dead, took care of it. Mm -hmm. And this pisses off. What's her name? Why am I drawing a blank? Terry? Yeah, Terry.
1: So Terry, Terry, Terry is the girl from the first accident we saw on the bike. Vincent liked Terry, so Terry didn't get buried in the human crop they have in the secret garden. Terry was, like, taken into Granny's room, given Granny's clothes, and, like, Terry just was like, oh, I guess I live here now. Cool. Like Terry
0: had the... It was Stockholm Syndrome right off the bat.
1: Terry just instantly was like, well... This is where I live now, and you're my family, and I love you so much. Like she wanted to get with Vince through this whole movie, and he is like the age of her grandfather.
0: Not to like dig too deep into the ending, but it had not been that long since their accident that she was ready to marry Vincent. Like, remember? Well, I mean, she
1: probably had a fucking concussion. Bruce
0: like found the blood on the tree from yeah. their accident, which I'm sure is way too old, but yeah.
1: Oh, we also find out there's a secret garden. This is not yes. around when we find there's a secret garden, which is like hidden behind a hedge. There's a secret door in a hedge. And then you walk in there.
0: You don't know what yet. You don't know
1: what's there, but you know something's there. Then we have a little visit from Health, Bob. health Inspector Bob. Yeah. And I like Bob. Although I <laughs> feel like I wonder, do health inspectors also do like livestock
0: I'm sure I they mean, do. I, f-
1: I feel like they would have a separate person do that. Oh that's true. Like you need to be an a- train in animal yeah, health. Yeah, but he does
0: everything at home there. Like he makes all the smoked meats from the straight from the pig to right. his counter. So I feel like the health inspector's kind of in charge of all of it then. Maybe
1: yeah maybe. So Bob's come around and Bob you know Bob's Bob. Bob is just typical Bob, that bureaucratic asshole. But I like Bob. I, Bob was just trying to do
0: his job. Like, I don't think it's in his job description to jump fences of hedges he thinks are fake.
1: Well, yeah, and that's the thing. So Bob takes a nasty slip in a mud puddle, and he's like, I'll be back next month, because I just did a surprise visit today. Yeah. Drives away. But then, like, is still on the property late at night. Yeah. Finds the secret hedge wall, which how would you find that? You wouldn't just find that.
0: It doesn't look like anything but a hedge wall. No, but he's like, you know what I'm gonna
1: do? Climb over this hedge and I'm gonna figure out what's going on. He climbed over the hedge, and there's like all these like burlap bags in a garden sticking out of the garden. And one of them is moving and making zombie like (laughs) sounds, and so he goes over and opens it, and it's (gasps) Bo, the biker.
0: Say it ain't cilantro, or say it ain't so. I'm sorry. Why did you say cilantro? Because it's a garden pun. Oh, (laughs) it was
1: really funny. It's really good. It's really good when you have to explain like why it's it's a funny joke. It really, I
0: like how you just stared at me. Really
1: punches it in. <laughs> <laughs> Bob unearths Bow, and then Bob instantly is smacked on the head with a shovel by Vincent. I don't
0: think those heads or that garden would have passed Bob's inspection. Like, I don't think they're up to code at all.
1: Probably not. Probably not. Then we see <gasps> the greatest van in the world. Ivan and the Terribles. Ivan and the Terribles. So they're a rock band, and I know he's not the main singer, but to me, he is the most important part of this he's band. He's a star. You guys, it's John Ratzenberger. <laughs> oh yeah, Cliff from Cheers, the voice of every single like minor character from a Pixar movie. Like, he's he's in it to win it. He's there, and he's young, but he still looks like he's 60 years old. Like yes. <laughs> He's so old. <laughs> he's so old all the time. Why is he one of those people that just, like, has always looked old? It's like Steve Martin. Even when Steve Martin was, like, 30, he still looked old.
0: Oh, they bring in the new crap. It's pretty terrible. And the Ivan. Well, and <laughs> Ivan, well, Ivan
1: says... He says, "Oh man, this red is too heavy. We got to we got to find a place to crash." And then they hit a bunch of bear traps that Vincent <laughs> placed down, and they crashed. So quite a literal, literal grant to your wish there, Ivan.
0: Is Ivan on the front of the van? Is yeah. that his? Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. He's conceited. Well,
1: I mean, like he has the. It's obviously a fake, like beard and stuff, so he looks like Ivan the Terrible. Yeah. It's like an obvious fake beard. It's quite funny. I thought it was good. (laughs) Ida comes out and, like, buries them all.
0: Yeah. Well, they...
1: They both go out and, like... Remember, he's like,
0: I got a surprise for you. Yeah,
1: they dig a big hole. He shows her that he has Bob. And then they plant the four other victims. Yeah. Now... Cut out their like vocal cords. They they,
0: slice their throat so their vocal cords are cut out. What do you think they're listening to? He puts on an eight track, and it's like, yeah, I don't whale sounds in the space,
1: animal noises or something. I don't know. It's weird. It's like he's trying. It's like Enya. I mean, I guess I wouldn't (laughs) mind listening to Enya if I'm buried in the dirt. In the dirt, like okay, put on Enya. What can I do about it?
0: Can say where the blows. <laughs> I wrote. Ida has a green thumb, and nose, she, and ear, and
1: <laughs> she's a good gardener. Like yeah. she goes out and talks to her plants. <laughs> like, she really, she walks out in the garden and she is like arms up, like I love my fucking garden. And
0: when at the end, when all the plant people are out on the deck with her she's like do you guys need water yeah as they're attacking her
1: she's like what do you need some water sunlight she's just a plant mom dirt what do you need what do you need terry is like full into it at this point they're on a little picnic
0: yeah it's like they're a family now
1: so it's vincent ida their brother bruce and terry yep And they tell the story of how they all lived with their grandma when they were little. And the grandma, like, had a dog that barked all the time. And she was like, God damn it, that dog barks all the time. I'm trying to take my naps. And so Vincent was like, okay, I'll take care of the dog for you. Killed it. Cooked it. Smoked it. Yeah, smoked it. Fed it to everyone for dinner. Told them that's what they were eating. And apparently, everyone is totally fine with that. Like, everyone laughed and thought it was great. And Terry's like, well, what the fuck? What the fuck? At that point, Terry should have. Left? Ran? Hightailed it out of there, girl. Like. Come on. What are you doing?
0: The quote from this scene should have been the name of the movie. Meats, Meats. Or Meats, Meats. A man's got to eat.
1: Meats, Meats.
0: man's got to eat. Or just name it, Man's Got to Eat.
1: That was gross. But (laughs) then that's when Bruce... This is when Bruce decides that he is like, Oh, you know what? I like that Terry chick. So, brother Bruce who is the sheriff or works for the police department. He's I don't know law. if he's the actual sheriff, but he works, he's a police officer. He's like, girl, let's go to the drive-in yeah. tomorrow night. I'm going to take you to a movie. I'm going to treat you to a nice date. Like,
0: uh, this, <laughs> I,
1: like, drive-ins are not expensive.
0: No. And he's a cop. He's got a job.
1: This motherfucker takes her, like, To the top of this hill, way way above where the drive-in is, makes everybody move with his police lights and his, like, you're breaking the law, you need to leave. So they get all this private space that's not paying for the movie, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he, like, gives her binoculars to watch the movie and then radios in to dispatch, or no, radios in on movie. his CB radio to the movie theater and is like, put the sound on Channel 22. And she's like, you got it, buddy. <laughs> this isn't your first date up here. And they're watching a movie through binoculars, and that's not fun. Do you know what I don't want to do? Is
0: <laughs> hold up binoculars. Hold
1: up binoculars to my face the entire time I'm watching movie and she is just like, this is great. I love this. This is fantastic. Like, girl, you were with Bo before. This he was used like to, he a day take, ago. He took you on like motorcycle rides. Bo, as far as I know, treated you pretty well.
0: Bo so much as Jules tried to save you after being buried and this throat slit and you had no recognition. or er- No!
1: Terry is kind of awful. I honestly feel like Terry probably had a lot of childhood trauma to like cling to these older men.
0: Well, I wrote Terry's crazies the same level as these people, so I mean, she's fitting in. Terry
1: has dad issues. Oh yeah. For show. For show. Um, so they go to the drive-in. Bruce is like All over her. He's doing the whole, like, arm over her shoulder and then grabbing her boob. And she's like, hey, knock it off. Does he knock it off? No, he doesn't. No, it's Bruce. He keeps trying. And you guys, he's like a total scuzzball through this whole movie. But at the end of the movie, he's like the good guy. Yeah. Which... was gross. Is so disgusting to me. Like, I was like, oh, Bruce is the hero in this movie? (laughs) What the hell? Like... No, no. The guy is like an attempted have that
0: Beau be the saver. Fuck. Ah. So now, earlier, a little bit earlier in the movie, Vincent and Ida are talking about how he loves the traps. It's giving him time to be creative. We get my favorite trap now because it's ridiculous. It's like an Acme cartoon trap. It is. Trap. So, it's so good.
1: So we have these Vincent's two. Had- well, there's two like super cool girls driving down yeah. the road. They're like young and kind of like punky and, like, they're cool. Like, they're cool chicks. You just know they're awesome. Yeah,
0: so Vincent has set up cows, painted, not great-looking cows, on boards that can't just be knocked over in the middle of the road. That's his art- artistic output to try to trap people now. Well, and he
1: talks earlier, too, about how much he loves the traps. He yeah. loves setting the traps, and he loves how like, yeah, artistic he's able to be with his traps and how he's able to, like, come up with all these crazy ideas. So they pull up to these cows and the one friend in the passenger seat is like, I am i don't want to get out. This seems really weird and sketch. And the driver's like, whatever, you're a pussy. I'm going to get out and do it. I'm going to take the gun. It's fine. Goes out, starts moving all the cows. The one friend in the passenger seat is like, you need to hurry up. I don't like this. This is bad news bears. Listening to her gut because she knew. She yeah. knew something was about to happen.
0: Well, there's painted cows in the road. Yeah. Something's going to happen. So
1: Vincent, of course, pops out from behind one of the cows with a gas mask and like gases yeah. the girl. The passenger jumps over the driver's seat. There's a CB radio yeah. in this like What fucking, like, 20-year-old
0: girl is like, you know what? I need to get a CB radio in my car. I feel like in the 80s when all you had is eight tracks, maybe a CB radio was a cool thing to have. it would be
1: kind of fun for me. Like, right now in quarantine, it'd be kind of fun to talk to some, like, truckers on the road, and I could be like... You say that now.
0: I feel like you get real creepy. Yeah, but
1: you know what? Do you know what? (laughs) I guarantee you I would have an entire mob of truckers behind me if I told them the sausage joke. And then if I was ever in trouble, I would be like, breaker, breaker. Big mama
0: This is sausage cream collapses
1: coming dust in flaps. hot and I need backup and they'd be like, What? Sausage joke mama? Oh no. That's sausage <laughs> joke mama.
0: <laughs> it's sausage joke mama, we gotta get there. That's a ten four sausage joke, mama. <laughs> oh, and then we get the next victims, which I love, the, best, the swingers. The best
1: couple of this movie.
0: So, these two mustachio dude and crazy looking girl, you know, you just know, I looked ready him to party. Up.
1: I looked him up because I know I have seen him in something before. And none of his IMDb stuff was familiar to me. I know I have seen him in something <laughs> else. And it's driving me crazy that none of his stuff was on there. And I'm like, Were you an unlisted credit or in something? Like, I've seen him. I've seen him in something. And he's that exact same ridiculous kind of guy. But the guy is like this cheesy, like, gila douche. Yeah, they're both terrible, though. A-hole. She, like, they're just.
0: So they found in a magazine that this was the swinger fun place to be. I don't even know what magazine this was. But I mean, like,
1: don't you think that.
0: That was placed by Ida or something? Yeah. They're they're expecting Vincent and Ida to come into the room and get down, do some partying.
1: Well, and she had met... So the the woman had met Terry before, like very previously. Oh, when they were in the... Yeah, yeah. in the lobby. And then she said to Vincent, go ahead and bring your daughter. And he's like, oh, that's not my daughter. But in my head, I was like, wait, you were cool with this guy bringing his daughter to a swingers thing? You are fucked up.
0: You deserve to be planted. That's
1: not cool. That is not cool. So
0: she's in the hotel room just destroying the fucking place with a whip. She's, like, hitting everything off the walls, destroying the lamps. I
1: mean, just, like, knocking everything around.
0: The dude comes out of the bathroom shaving or getting yelled at for not shaving, and he's like, oil me up. It's just, it's supposed to go down real fun for them, I think. Well, and he's
1: in, like, so he's in a saran wrap dress with a bra, and it, like, it's not like a tutu, but it's like a form dress where there's, like, a skirt coming out of it. It's just crazy. That whole scene is just a little.
0: So Vincent and Ida come in finance. and they have rope. And they're like, ooh, are you're you in the bondage. We're yeah. in.
1: We're going to tie you up and gas you.
0: And then they hog tie them and gas them. And they but get buried. But not with like laughing yeah. gas.
1: With like gas. They them. reminded
0: me of the dentist at, at the scene. Like the way they were excited about the gas. The two swingers. Oh my
1: god, I know. That doesn't smell like laughing gas. Like, she knew. She was like, what? That's not laughing, gas."
0: It's sad. I was rooting for them. (laughs) I love the desperate televangelist, the preach guy that's on every TV. What's his name?
1: No, well, he wasn't the one who was on. So there were two who were on TV, which frustrated me. There was one who was just like a televangelist, but then there's one who's Wolfman Jack. Yes,
0: that's who it was
1: who is the preacher of his church who comes up in a later scene. Um, But yeah, I love, like, Wolfman Jack was in this, which was also very cool. Like, I don't, all I know from Wolfman Jack is that he was the DJ in, like, the 50s and 60s and was in American Graffiti, and he just has, like, But he does have that radio. He he has such a wonderful voice; like he's got (laughs) such a great radio voice. And can you imagine him like introducing songs in like the sixties and fifties, like rock and roll, like the the roots of rock and roll songs? (laughs) Like that would have been pretty cool to hear him do that.
0: My next note is she thinks his tractor sexy. So Terry's like. Falling, for Terry.
1: Right at this point in my notes, I said, "Terry, don't fall for Vincent." But my notes are <laughs> just scattered into the wind. It doesn't matter because she does fall for him. It's so gross and well, she weird. doesn't fall for him yet. Completely and weird. Like the the actor is like seventy. I know. Like, it's Rory Calhoun, <laughs> who I recognize. I don't know from what. He's just like an old dude. He's old. He's like 70. He
0: mentions to her that he's going to teach her a secret to smoking meats. Yeah. So she goes into the slaughterhouse, and that's when Ida gets pissed. And Ida's say a little jealous. (laughs) (laughs) But then they have Ida's fun day out.
1: They have a ladies' day, and it is good times. Good times? Until Ida tries to drown her. But before that, it's great fun. Like, they're having fun swimming, too. Well, Ida says first. She says while they're in the, in the smokehouse, like, well, it's a good day to go tubing. And you're like, oh, fuck. She's going to learn how to tube that sausage. <laughs> like, she's going to learn how to tube the meat. No. Ida, it means, like, we're going tubing, bitch. Like, we're going in the water in our inner tubes and a- floating around. We're just going to have a nice... Chill day on the lake.
0: Tubing is not hard, though, the tubing of meat. I, I mean, did it for, like, a few months. Ew. I worked to Eckridge, remember? I packed meat and third shift.
1: Ew, that's so gross.
0: <laughs> but I mean, anyways. I don't
1: know if I knew that.
0: It was right out of high school. I worked there for a few months. I did not know. love I, it, but I made lots of money.
1: Didn't think I knew
0: that. That's
1: gross. <laughs> um, but... Girl's Day comes to a bitter end when Ida tries to drown Yeah, Terry. So Ida's like, I don't know how to swim. I just come out here in two. I don't even know how to swim. And they're just like floating around in their tubes. And then Ida's like, mm, fuck this bitch. Busts out a box cutter from her hat. Her like... Little swimming cap. That's yeah. what it was. <laughs> a little swimming cap. And she like deflates her inner tube and is like, oh no, I can't swim. You have to come save me. And, and then when Terry under. comes to try and save her, she like tries to drown her, which is terrifying. Like honestly, I have a big fear of like drowning.
0: I have a bigger fear it's of box cutters. Scary. Oh really? <laughs> well, no, you worked really.
1: in retail, like you know, you know. I have a bigger fear of drowning. Like someone pushing me down to drown me. Well, that would be terrifying. That is scary to me.
0: So Vincent saves her. Vincent takes her home, puts her in bed. She makes some moves like hardcore onto Vincent. He's like, whoa, bitch, calm down. We can't do this. We're not married. And then like, it's like, oh, we're getting married tomorrow. (laughs) She's like,
1: well, are you proposing to me? And he's like, well, I guess. <laughs> I guess we're getting married tomorrow. <laughs> All right. So he goes to the church. Wolfman Jack, he has a little convo with Wolfman Jack, and it's like, all right, you're going to get me married? Cool, great. You don't see any of that conversation, but you know that's what happened, because all you see is them walking out of the church together. Yep. Wolfman Jack then walks over to the sheriff's car, which is parked right there, the brother, who's looking at a fucking nudie mag. Yep. And he's like, whoa, hey, man, your brother's getting married tomorrow. Also, you should probably give me that nudie mag so I can properly dispose of it.
0: Yeah. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Because
1: I'm a preacher, and we both know I'm not going to properly dispose (laughs) of anything.
0: Uh, What other notes do I have? Let's just get through this ending. Oh,
1: when they get... They go, in the very next scene, they go back to the house, and Ida is looking at the exact same porn yeah. tag.
0: Oh, well, this <laughs> is when... was looking at it, and Bruce was
1: like, you're disgusting!
0: <laughs> like, Bruce becomes, like, ultimate detective after the confrontation with his brother. He's Like, like
1: Bruce, let's not forget, Bruce, like, was very aggressive sexually. Like, yeah. he's a shit. He's a shit.
0: No, he is. But he, suddenly he becomes a real cop, now that his brother's marrying the girl he wants and he, like, goes and investigates every little thing that has yeah, been missing. Yeah, he's
1: like, what the fuck is happening right now? I don't understand. Meanwhile, that evening, it's the night before the wedding. Yeah. Like, they're getting married tomorrow. So Ida, Vince, and Terry are just having a party. Having right? a little drinky drink. Having a little drinky drink. Having some champagne. And while Vince and Terry are busy making out... I, Ida, slipped some poison or something into Terry's drink. Now, champagne is champagne colored, right? Yeah. Like, we yeah. all agree what champagne looks like, the color of it.
0: I would never not look at my glass. If
1: I were to give you a <laughs> glass that was filled with green liquid and said, enjoy your champagne...
0: Yeah. Would no. you
1: be like great, <laughs> cool. That sounds totally legit and I don't have anything to worry about.
0: So, I think it was I, I was confused on this whole part cuz I don't even know if, you know, they were planning on actually getting married. But I think they knocked her out so they could go take care of the three band member guys.
1: See, I feel like I I feel like Vincent didn't know that she was going to get knocked out.
0: I think he did. Do you feel like he did? Yeah, they knocked her out so they could go take care of the bodies.
1: Oh. Because it was just knockout stuff. It didn't kill her. Yeah, you're right. He needed to knock out those bodies and get them smoked. Otherwise, he was going to be up on them.
0: Let's talk about the hypnosis beheading.
1: Because
0: that was fun.
1: So they go to the garden. And we have Ivan and the Terribles. Their heads... Popping out of the soil like fresh fall cabbage. I don't know. Does cabbage sprout in the fall? I don't know. But anyways, Vincent comes over and plops down some like light fixtures.
0: He's gonna hypnotize them because he wants them to remain silent.
1: Uh, wow, wow, that, that was, was pretty good, right? A pretty good one. <laughs> um, so they're like these. They're supposed to be these hypnotic lights. To me, they weren't hypnotic at all. I was like, I would be able to watch these for an hour and five minutes and, like, not get hypnotized. But apparently they watch them for five seconds and they're hypnotized and, like...
0: He tells them they're going on a spaceship or they're going to feel out like of space. Everybody has
1: wings and flies
0: around. They put nooses around their yes, neck. thought this was a really dark and cool death. Yeah. But so they tied they have- it to the tractor hit the go, and then break the necks of all three of the dudes.
1: Right. Which, not a very strong tractor.
0: Like, oh, no, I had to, like, gear really? up. like. I mean, up the like,
1: I thought the tractor, honestly, I was like, is this tractor about to fly in the air? Are we going to have a grease moment here? <laughs> like, it was about to fly up in the air.
0: Oh, they said they were going to space. Um. So they pull them out. Oh,
1: wait, he says. No, you're good. When he's hypnotizing them, he says they're going to go on a radical hypno-high. And I was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) I'll do do that. I'll do it. I'll do it. So then...
0: He takes the bodies back to prepare them to be smoked. But at this time, Bo has had enough of being buried up to his neck. Yeah,
1: Bo, the biker from the accident, was like fuck this, I'm going to unbury myself because apparently I've had the ability to do that this entire time.
0: He digs everyone up, which I, I really appreciate. You know, he didn't just, like, bail once he got himself right. out. well,
1: I feel like that's the kind of zombie I would be like. They're I not would zombies, be like,
0: they're humans.
1: Okay, right, you're right, they are humans.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: just... With
0: no vocal cords. That doesn't mean you're not human. I
1: didn't say that. Oh, okay. Jesus. But like (laughs) I
0: didn't mean to throw you off there. You
1: did throw me off. I you threw me off. You threw me
0: off. So her boyfriend's back and they're gonna be in trouble. Let's talk about the ending of this. Did you want
1: me to sing Haila, (laughs) Hayla, my boyfriend's back? I did. Not going to. Hela, <laughs> Hela, hey, my boyfriend is back.
0: <laughs> you did. So there's You've a been
1: scene. Spreading lies that yeah. I was <laughs> <so true. laughs> There's a scene
0: where they're cooking up the three dudes, and Cliff is inside the <laughs> giant <laughs> stew pot. And I wanted him to wake up and do like a Bugs Bunny thing where he's like, What's cooking, Doc? In cookin his voice though. Duck? Wouldn't that have been great? I mean it would have made sense, but Oh my
1: god. Do you remember every time when we were little and we would watch those cartoons and Bugs Bunny would get thrown in that pot every time. And every time <laughs> he would be like hysterically laughing when he was like, What's cooking, Doc? He'd be like, Yes, bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> My next note is attack of the Cabbage Patch dolls Because all the Cabbage Patch people are <laughs> attacking Ida
1: What an insult
0: <coughs> To them or the Cabbage Patch?
1: To Xavier Roberts
0: Is that the creator of Cabbage Patch dolls?
1: Uh, yeah, that's the guy who has his name on the ass of every Cabbage Patch
0: doll, I did not know that his name was on every. Ca- Are you serious? I never had a Cabbage Patch doll. Um,
1: I had multiple, mm.
0: uh,
1: and yeah, his name is on every butt cheek. <laughs> 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 cabbage Patch I, doll. I
0: brand my babies in red <laughs>
1: ink, Xavier Roberts, and you're like, yes, Xavier, yes, Xavier, our Lord, Xavier, <laughs> bring me more Cabbage Patch children. Wait, do you know, though, that there's, like, a factory of Cabbage Patch Kids in Atlanta? Like, it's where they make the Cabbage Patch Kids, but it's, like... There's, like... Haunted? It's, like, cabbage. Like, they make it where there's, like, actual cabbage. No!
0: Like... (laughs) like,
1: Yeah, I swear to God, that's true. I swear, and I might be wrong, but I swear I'm not. Like, it's like a weird, it's a weird tour you can go on where you can, like, see the workers, like, pluck the doll out of the cabbage patch. Oh, my God. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Also. (laughs) That's terrifying. Do you want to know something really terrifying? Yes. There was a woman who was, like, Oh, no. She went to the hospital, and she's like, I'm pregnant, and I'm giving birth to a child. Do you know what she did? She hit like, shoved a cabbage patch.
0: Are you kidding no, me?
1: No, I am not. I am not joking. No. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Like That's You can disgusting. look it up. Look it up, but don't look it up. Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's finish up this movie so that...
1: A movie. <laughs> the cabbage patch, cabbage patch dolls kids are
0: attacking Ida. I said, uh, this is why you shouldn't play with your food. <laughs> because they kill her. Or they bury her feet up. But we'll get to that, I guess. Yeah, they later. do. Vincent's or so Bruce came, gets knocked out at some point, and it goes Bruce.
1: Yeah, Bruce decides, like, oh fuck, I gotta take care of this shit. Yeah. So he like storms in the house, does all the shit, and um,
0: We get the chainsaw fight.
1: Right. So Vincent has a pig head on, which finally, like, my God, it's the last five minutes of the movie and you're finally putting a fucking pig head on. get like 15 minutes of this pig head. My God. Like, can I? I know. But I feel like the cover of this movie, the art that is portrayed, it's like a a man and a pig head. So I'm like... I want that the entire movie. <laughs> and it's not there. And it makes me a little. Did
0: mad. you know that the dueling chainsaw thing I thought was originated in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, but this movie came out in 1980, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 came out in 1986. So dueling chainsaws started here. And it wasn't in the script. Like they were just like, oh, there's some chainsaws. Let's fight. <laughs> <laughs> why are you doing the deliverance song to that?
1: Because it's called Dueling Banjos. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> right, talking about dueling ginsaws. Plus, it's just a bunch of redneck fuckers, so why wouldn't that be why wouldn't that be appropriate?
0: What are your final notes on this final chainsaw?
1: Pighead!
0: <laughs> <laughs> just big letters. Big Pighead. head!
1: Your gun isn't a sword, it's a gun. <laughs> oh, Shoot <yeah>. it! <laughs> Because the one Bruce was using his gun, like...
0: To fight the chainsaw. Just
1: shoot just shoot your brother, like, although maybe it's because it was his brother yeah. and he was like, I have to, like, I can't. use every last method of defense before I shoot him. Um, let's see. Oh, there's that one point where he, like, so he's... Has he killed his brother at this point? Has Bruce killed Vince at this point? I don't remember. But he like goes in on like the.
0: Oh, that's after he g- gutted him.
1: Yeah, he gutted him. There's like a, a zip line, meat but hook for zip line. meat, <laughs> he like <laughs> rides it. <up. laughs> okay.
0: Like a hero to save.
1: It was so good. It was so good. But also, I'm really grossed out that Bruce was the good guy. I in know this. and. Like the last line Vincent had. Oh yeah, to this my favorite was about how he thinks there's going to be an investigation because he used preservatives. Yeah, my whole
0: game. life was a lie. My whole I life was a lie.
1: I use preservatives, but also human meat.
0: Yeah, that's a joke. That's that's the joke.
1: <laughs> but like, see, this is another thing where I'm like, you need to really know your friends because. There's, there's been people who have like fed people to other people.
0: He said he was doing it for thirty years. He like, said I fed this town for thirty years. Jeffrey
1: Dahmer like potentially gave his neighbor a sandwich made of people. There was a guy who did barbecue who like fed people to people. Yeah, that's fuck.
0: <laughs> so what's that your, is fuck. what's your final thoughts on this movie?
1: Like. Be aware of the food trucks you go to. like
0: of the movie. What did you think of it?
1: (laughs) Be aware of the food trucks you go to. Like, I mean, the movie was fine. It was fine. I was really excited to see John Ratzenberger in it, and I wish he had more of a bigger part.
0: I think it should have been 20 minutes shorter. But other than that, I love it.
1: I mean, I say that about every single movie we watch. I wish it was 20 minutes (laughs) shorter. Don't you feel
0: like the first half of the movie was very slow, though?
1: Yeah, but I liked the first half better, really? to be honest. Yeah, I got a little bit of character development, which <laughs> is what I really appreciate. Um, no, it was fine. It was fine. You've made me watch way worse movies, <laughs> and you've made me watch really good ones, and this was like a middle-of-the-road. Nailed it. I feel like it was a middle-of-the-road film. Motel Hell. It was fine. I. It just bothered me a lot that... It had nothing to do with so, like, a <laughs> motel. Call it like.
0: Hold on. You got something? No?
1: Hang on. Call it like.
0: Call it like. <laughs> me.
1: Harm at the farm. Or <laughs> harm at the farm. <laughs> like <that. laughs>
0: I like that. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Something not Motel Hall, because it had nothing to do with the motel.
0: So this is being released on Monday, and I hope you're all here to see it, and we don't have a collapse of the <laughs> United States on you Sunday. guys,
1: what the <laughs> I mean, honestly, I am oh, so terrified and so anxious. Like, I have been forgetting to eat food. <laughs> it's, it's just like a constant state of anxiety for me. I'm so excited for Wednesday.
0: So excited.
1: Biden is inaugurated and on Thursday morning when we wake up and Donald Trump is not president, it'll be amazing. But in between those few days, I feel like we have a lot to worry about. So just don't be a dick. Again, if you're like a Trump supporter or like think that the election was stolen from you, you can stop listening to us right now yeah. (laughs) because you fucked. There is no hope for you. (laughs) So, good luck with yourself and...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So also, in case you haven't, I don't know, we've just talked about it on here, Anne has a new podcast. There's one episode out. Will you want to describe it?
1: Well, it is me and my friend Bridget who has been a like multiple, um, she's been out a bit supporter. What should I call um guest guest? I yeah, but there's a star worse. guest because she's been on it sure, so often, a VIP guest. Yeah. Um, but me and Bridget have a podcast called Once in a Lifetime where we talk about lifetime movies and it's really been fun, like, <laughs> it's been good. I've really enjoyed it. And I think it's funny, and I think you would think it's funny, too.
0: You can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts currently, Google yeah, Play, you, iTunes. If you
1: like me and don't hate my voice <laughs> <laughs> and like, my, like the way I think about stuff, listen to that podcast.
0: <laughs> and then I also have another side podcast called Be Side Ourselves, where me and my friend Josh talk about music stuff, also found on all podcast platforms. That's three podcasts we're giving you, listeners. It's like an empire. Three, <laughs> We are the empire.
1: So, you guys, I just want you to be safe this week. Be careful. Be safe. Um, like, take care. Take care of people. And um, I don't know. I don't know. This has been a tough week for me.
0: It I've has. had a lot
1: of, like, emotional stuff go on this week, like, personally and large-scale, like, countrywide. It's just been a lot. And just, yeah, take care of yourself. Make sure you're staying hydrated. Eat healthy. Smoke weed. Like, take your Xanax.
0: Whatever you got to do.
1: Watch your pottery shows like I've been doing. (laughs) It's been wonderful. Just take care of yourselves. And stay safe and stay sane. Try and stay sane, dear God.
0: (laughs) And we'll be back in two weeks. Yeah,
1: we'll be back. Bye. Uh, bye Love you so
0: much. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.